Yo, yo, and welcome to the Professor Jones and the Digs podcast. My name is Dave Jones, and I am the Professor. My name is Danny Jones, and I'm known as the Digs. Professor Jones is a podcast dedicated to the art of film and cinema. Every month, we choose a certain theme and pick three movies within that theme. Every week, we break down one of those movies for our movie of the week. But tonight, we are giving you a little schooling or extra credit on one of our favorite shows, Game of Thrones. I need to get my grades up, so this extra credit actually might help. (laughs) Uh, uh, um, But I think that Game of Thrones is one of those culturally relevant things going on right now that is deemed necessary for us to talk about, um, but it doesn't really fit in with the uh, the rest of the show, the three movies and the themes and stuff like that. Yeah, so absolutely. We're just taking, we're taking some time out of our lives to discuss Game of Thrones, because we thought you all might like to hear about it. This is the Game of Thrones. Maybe something like that. Nice. You think that like Scott be... Stapp impression, or was that more like Chad Kroger of? I always tend to go a little bit Nickelback, a little bit Creed. You know? <laughs> <laughs> That's just kind of where I, you know, where my head's at. I actually got so into Creed this week. I listened to What <laughs> If at the gym. I was on a run, and I was just jamming to Creed. It was funny. I my first email was creedfreak 62 at gmail dot or at yahoo.com oh, No, it was. <laughs> no, I'm not kidding, man. Creed my first email was Creed 62? Freak. Creed Freak 62. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Everybody's first email is embarrassing. What was yours? Yeah. I don't know. It wasn't Creed Freak 62. <laughs> yeah, I know. Mine was probably just kid. like... Mine was... You know, I don't even know. It was probably like Basketball Star. Basketball you know. Jones? Yeah. Oh, that would be sweet. That would have been sick. Jones. Didn't think about um, that then. But so so we're not doing a movie of the, we're not doing a movie of the week right now and we are going to skip the bro down because this is essentially just an episode of a bro down because we yeah. just wanted to talk Game of Thrones and yeah. the limited 20 minutes at the beginning of the episode would just not be not be enough. Seriously, um, I want to talk about it. <laughs> no, and I don't think we've even talked about this Cersei, season really that Cersei. much. Oh, seriously, oh, <laughs> I want to talk about it. I got it. Um, I got more coming. I got more later. It's been tearing me up inside. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Give my little finger for this, uh, for this podcast. Ah, hey, there, that was there. a good one. Uh, I don't have another. <laughs> See, he's uh, thinking now. He's thinking. But I'm, I'm going to start off saying that um, this is this is heavy spoilers. So if you haven't yeah. watched Game of Thrones, don't listen to this, please. Um, because we don't want to blow it because spoilers on Game of Thrones are horrible. If you, if you know something that's going to happen, it just, it kind of ruins it. Um, and also being that this is Game of Thrones, if you're listening to this and you're younger or you have kids in the room or something, don't let them listen either. We obviously keep this, um, very family appropriate. We try to, but, uh, Game of Thrones, uh, does delve into a lot of inappropriate subject matter. So, um, it's not going to be nudity (laughs) and yeah, yeah. stuff like that. We just don't want to talk about any themes that would be inappropriate for a little one. So anyways, um, let's dig in, man. It's a very Um, unique show. Oh, good one. (laughs) Sorry. I just got ballsy. (laughs) 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 Um, but, what is Game of Thrones to you, man? I mean, I remember when I first started watching it, but I can't remember if you and I watched it together at all or... We definitely um, watched a season together. Um, a couple seasons. I think we watched two 
two or three. Had together. you not seen it, and is that why See, we watched it together? Yeah. I think I first, my first time watching it actually was with you, and we went through one, two, and possibly three. Yeah, because we definitely saw the Red Wedding together. Uh-huh. What was that season? T- that was season three, right? Yeah. 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 Cool. Yeah, no, that's that's awesome. I forgot that we had that experience. I've definitely watched Game of Thrones with a couple people for the first time. Um, but, yeah, man, Game, Game of Thrones is one of those unique things in life that it it goes above TV. It's it's just something else entirely, you know? It's yeah. better than most TV shows that you'll ever watch. Band of Brothers will always be my favorite show, but... Um, aside from that, Game of Thrones is kind of on a different level anyway. Uh, it's better than some, it's better than most movies, you know? No, totally. Yeah. Especially this last season because they've gone, they've gone on to a different, they've, they spent so much money that the effects and stuff like that, I mean, are, are just as good as a lot of movies you'd see. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but, uh, I, I think that I read the first two books and I remember, um, remember spoilers, get out of here if you haven't seen it. Uh, but I, I read the first two books and when Ned Stark died, um, that like I, I reread the page a couple times just cause I could not believe that that actually happened. Um, yeah. and, and that was, that was a big turning point because that show was really good. But when the main character dies it kind of gives you this this feeling of uncertainty and nobody's really safe. There's not a single character that you truly believe is going to make it to the end besides possibly Daenerys, you know? Yeah. Like you you have a feeling that she's she's there to stay. Um but that that's why I really fell in love with the show and things got better and better from there. Um I know the red wedding was a big moment too where Rob Stark dies and you're like, "Are you kidding me? I know. Come on." Yeah. Um, and same with Catalan Stark. So that was, that was pretty wild too, but that's, that's, that's the experience that I had with the first couple seasons. And it's one of the few shows that I have literally watched week to week. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, absolutely. You wait till next Sunday to watch it, you know? Yeah. Most, or a have, lot of shows I can viewing parties, you know, like this show has gotten so huge that people just have big parties to watch the episodes together. You know, it's, pretty insane how huge this thing has gotten mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah no absolutely i think this is one of the few shows that i have had get togethers to to watch it with people um it's cool that george R. R. martin just goes there with a lot of stuff you know killing ned star just how kind of brutal he is in a sense um and how the show depicts that i actually have i've read all of the books um <laughs> <laughs> stop lying danny stop lying (laughs) i've read none of it actually uh i actually just want to start by saying that so if anybody's read all the books i actually know i have a couple of close friends uh close friends that have read the books and um yeah so i just want to start by saying i haven't read the book so i don't know all of the uh you know the the knowledge behind um this whole world and everything i just know basically what the show has told me um which now it's even gotten away from the books so that's kind of as far yeah. as, as far as I go, and that's and that's something that for me as well. I read the first two books one time, and the show was really good. And I tried to read a Clash of or what is it, Clash uh, Storm of, the Titans. of Swords. <laughs> I read and watched Clash of the Titans, and just because that trailer was so good. Um, but <laughs> no, I, I it was just the books are a little 
a little difficult to to get through. Um, and I made a conscious decision just to abandon the books and just watch the show at a certain point because I couldn't I couldn't take the Cersei and the Sansa chapters. It was just too much. Good man. Um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, yet yeah, you kind of have to pick. Yeah, kind of have to cherry pick what you what you read when when you're in college and stuff like that. And so I just I. I stopped reading Game of Thrones, um, but the show has been great, and um, apparently that has paid off for us because everybody that's reading the books has just had the worst wait of their entire life. How long has it been to, now? Something like three years? It's like seven two, years or something like that. Seven years? Dude, yeah, he hasn't came... Like, the last one to come out was uh, A Dance with Dragons, and I think he's coming out with the winds of winter is the next one. And it was supposed to drop like a year ago or something like that. And it's still not out. Oh my um, gosh. I know. I know. And that's, and that's another big point. And what we want to talk about is the fact that the, the shows did, uh, depart from what George R. R. Martin has written. Yeah. And I know yeah. that he has, um, he has divulged a lot of information on how things are supposed to end, but I don't think that he's given a ton of information to them as to how it gets there and to the fate of certain characters. Um, and so that's that's a big question that I have with season seven, especially is is this is this really what was intended? Are we watching what uh, the original intent of the of the of the books were? Because it's very apparent in seasons one through three, at least that they are following the books and this is how it went. Uh, they kind of pick their battles and pick their characters that they want to include and include the actual storyline. I mean, obviously, for uh, self- telling something on screen, you can kind of uh, rewrite the way the way that things fo- unfold. But um, uh, it definitely in the last in the last two seasons, it um, it seems as though the writing has gotten significantly less good. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's well. I think I'll talk about that a little bit late later, but this season in particular, the newest season, it just yeah, it there's just a lot of things that don't make sense all of a sudden. Feels and, off. And we're so used to, you know, especially the first like four seasons, even like season four and five were a little slow for me. Um, and that's because you have these characters that it's just taking so long to get to know or get through their journey. If they're going to go somewhere, if they're going to travel from the wall to Winterfell, even like you're going to watch that journey, like the, you know, however many night journey that is, and you're going to go along with them and it's going to take a while. It's probably gonna take like two, three episodes for them to get there. Now, all of a sudden in season seven, all right, we're just going to fly from the way South to beyond the wall in a second we're gonna get there you know everywhere that they go Jon Snow immediately is in you know from Winterfell to uh um uh Dragon Heart Landing of the Dragonstone yeah Dragonstone <laughs> what is it did oh, I get it right yeah, yeah it's Dragonstone <laughs> oh nice I nailed yeah okay it's the she's heart of the dragon the heart of the dragon lair um with Endor um <laughs> crystals <laughs> and so that's where she's born that's where Daenerys was born um, from the Ice King. <laughs> no, uh, but I yeah, can just you picture, know, like I can picture people that have read the books listening to this just and just, like, oh, oh my man. gosh, you guys don't know anything. <laughs> no, they're actually they're st- they're just not even listening now. They just yeah, they probably have already tuned out. It's like all oh, these guys don't know much. <laughs> hey, we watched the show, all right? We like the show. I've seen some things. Okay, this is a layman's point of view. I all right? know what I'm talking about. 
Um, her dad was the uh, the one foot in front of the other guy, right? Or is that that's Santa Claus? <laughs> her dad's put the guy. one foot in front of the other. Her dad's that uh, you know one foot in front of the other guy, right? No, but is that the that's the original? Who is that is it the Ice King guy? That is in the Santa Claus movie. Yeah, the Santa Claus movie, like the very old one about Kris Kringle. Well, yeah, that's, you know, every Santa Claus movie is going to be about Kris Kringle, but. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, David. Uh, Uh, Anyway, I don't know how I got from Game of Thrones to Christmas, but um, I'm just so excited for Christmas. Every year. Every year. Can't wait. But basically, what you know, the point I was trying to make is just season seven just really seemed like it jumped around a lot. Season season six was, uh, I enjoyed season six quite a bit. I didn't have. I really liked season. Six. I didn't have nearly as many problems with it as I have this last season. I actually, I'll just come right out and say it. Like for, for the first little bit of the season, I was like, I don't know if I'm liking this, at all. And then the big battle happened, um, which kind of threw me back into it. Yeah, I mean, I I liked it a lot. I think that the first couple episodes were they were good and really entertaining. Um, but you do kind of see that break in, uh, the break in the storytelling. Um, but you do. So, so let's just talk about, I mean, season six was good. I think that the hold the door episode was probably my favorite other than the finale of season six. Yeah. The finale Um, was just so good. Season six. I mean, that was, they introduced music that they had never had in the show before. (laughs) <laughs> that the like the little kids choir is just so awesome. Yeah, that song is amazing. I play that a lot of times. Uh, last last school year, I actually had a couple of days when I knew like I had a good lesson plan or something ready. I would play that in the morning while I was getting ready. <laughs> Gosh, <laughs> I can picture you just somebody putting like a crown on your head and zipping you up, just playing that buttoning song, buttoning your shirt in the t- mirror, tying my tie. It's great. Um, Big powerful. but, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that, that, that ending episode was awesome. And the hold the door was something that George R. R. Martin told them that was, that was what the point of Hodor was, was that his entire fate, uh, the, his existence pretty much was for that purpose. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I loved, I loved that. But uh, season seven, let's let's talk about some of the highlights, and then and then we'll really dig into the the finale here. Um, but like you said, the big battle, uh, the big the battle of the um, uh, what did what did it say? Like the uh, whatever it was. But it's when uh, Drogon and Daenerys Targaryen go charging through the Lannister lines. Yeah. There, yeah, and that was. That was one of those moments that the episode seemed totally normal, and you're just going along like, this is pretty sweet. This is great. And yeah. then all of a sudden, you can tell that there is a bat or the entire, um, what are the, what are the horse riders called? The wildlings, the, you know. The- no, not the wildlings, but the. Uh, Gosh, we're terrible at this. The Unsullied. Kalsar, unsullied. Man. Unsullied? No, not the Unsullied. Uh, Dothraki. Dothraki. Gosh. Got it. Yeah. 
The entire Dothraki army sorry, is everybody. charging. <laughs> sorry, everybody. <laughs> but when, you know, Jamie Lannister and Braun and whoever that, uh, the Martell guy. Or yeah. Sam, or Tull, no. <laughs> oh, man, we don't do <laughs> We really don't know our stuff. The no. Tarly, Tarly's, Sam, Sam's dad and his brother uh, are sitting there and the younger brother is talking to them. And they can hear the cries of the Dothraki charging at them. And then suddenly you hear the dragon roar. And that was, man, that was such a good... Yeah, just insane. Oh. You, you'd never really seen this, like, you know, one of her dragons just decimate an entire army. That was the coolest thing. It's, a, it's what we've all been waiting for. So that's kind of what it seemed like with this season. Everything that you had been waiting for, they're just kind of making happen now. Um... And making you feel good, which my one of my good friends, Jack, um, shout out to Jack Ebensteiner, Ebensteiner, um, he had a great point about that, just kind of saying, like, it's it almost feels catered because a lot of the things that happen in the season are just like, oh, nice, you know, I really wanted to see that happen, I've been waiting to see that, you know, like uh, um, Daenerys and Jon Snow meeting and everything, obviously these things had to happen, Um but it's almost strange seeing it happen because you've it's built up for so long, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and it also feels so rushed, though, and that's and that's my biggest problem. Yeah, is that it, we're just blasting through this stuff. I know. You know, the things that you expected to happen are all happening very, very quickly. Very quickly, and it's taken and it's, us six long seasons to get to a really short summary of the greatest things that we could ever imagine happen, you know, like, yeah, come on. Yeah. 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 I know. I know exactly what you mean. It's, it's definitely rushing through, but I mean, yeah, that the, the wagon train or whatever it was when, uh, Daenerys just smokes though, all that, all those dudes, uh, that was, that was awesome. You fired. (laughs) You fired. Boom. Um, that was one of my, could have been my favorite moment of the entire show. Yeah. Like that was, that was sick. Um, and that whole battle was really cool. Um, but other than that, um, the episode after that was fine. It was pretty good. Um, but what did you, what did you think about the, uh, the expendables going up to the North, you know, going past the wall? I loved that. They had, uh, what, Tormund, they had the Hound, they had Jorah, Jon Snow, um, the dudes, uh... The Knights with No Veil, is that what they're called? The Knights with No... The guys with no crest or whatever, you know, those guys, the guy with the fire sword. Yeah, the stuff. guys that follow the Lord of the Light. Mm-hmm. I can't remember what their names are. I love those. But... And then the three extras that came with him to die, or four extras. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, I, I, really, I really enjoyed all of that. Um, you know, obviously, like we've just talked about, it all felt a little rushed. So I think that was in the back of my head the entire time. But also, it was so cool. You know, all of a sudden, all these White Walkers coming at them. They get trapped. It's like a Custer's Last Stand type situation. And it's just, I don't know. It's everything that you could you could want. And then they, <laughs> the only thing was all those extras. You're just like, who are these guys? And There are three dudes that are just totally... Totally the what is it in Star Trek the the red shirts yeah that the red shirts get killed yeah it's like man the, 
I didn't even see them in the beginning of that episode. You don't even see I didn't even them, know like, that they were there. Them, and then all of a sudden somebody dies. You're like, oh, is that somebody important? And it's like, no, we just wanted to kill somebody on screen. So we showed. And that, <laughs> but that that's my biggest problem with that episode is that, you know what? Game of Thrones has thrived on killing off characters that you love when it's oh. appropriate. You know, it's like, think about like Oberyn. You know, or yep. Ned Stark or Rob Stark. There's plenty of characters that have just gotten off and you're like, oh, dang it. That sucks. Um, now it feels like we're saving characters. Now we're it feels saving like we're all saving all these people for some big thing. Uh, especially, okay, so my biggest problem with it was Tormund. The bearded guy who wants to go back to Brienne of Tarth. Should have died. And, you know, that I, it's cool. Everybody wants to see them have their little romance. Cool, but that felt and he's a great character. I love. He him. is. That felt catered because when he was getting sucked into the water, I was like, "Yes, like they're doing it." You know, they're gonna they're gonna kill him off. I don't want him to die. I love the character. I love watching him. But I was just, I got a little bit happy. I was like, "Nice, okay, somebody's gonna die." You know, somebody yeah. main. Besides- and it would have been a horrifying death. I know. You know what I mean? It's like that would have been a death that was that character deserved. Not like yeah. he deserved it in a bad way, but I mean, he deserved to go out in a cool way. Yeah. You know what I mean? For us as the viewers to be like, gosh, man, Tormund really took it. That sucks. Yeah. I mean, that's and that's that's what I come to expect from Game of Thrones. And all these characters, I mean, they're they're making they're north of the wall, they're fighting off an entire army of the dead, and Every single major character makes it through besides the one guy that um, follows the Lord of the Light and he he dies and he's he's the one expendable main character. character. Yeah. You know, he's the one expendable character. Yeah. And I, I don't know. Somebody's got to go. Somebody's got to die. It feels you know, like we're kind of seeing we're seeing eye to eye on that just because that's exactly how I felt. And, uh, you know, and then, you know, her losing her dragon, but her getting there in the first place just bothered me just because I just wish they would have they would have. So what I thought about the episode was just before we got to that last battle, it's her and Tyrion. They're standing there talking. and He's like, you know, don't leave. And she's like, OK, I'm going to leave. And he's like, oh, darn. And I love Tyrion, so it was awesome. But, you know, she leaves, and then we go to that scene, and then all of a sudden she's there. Even if, you you know, if you make this episode, if you put that scene at the beginning of the episode, cut out some stuff, put that scene at the beginning of the episode so everybody kind of forgot about Daenerys, you know, and then she comes swooping in, you're like, oh, yeah, she was going there, you know? But, like, having those scenes back-to-back of, like, Oh, she's going to go maybe protect them. And then having her fly in like 10 minutes later, it's like, oh, man. It was that would have taken her so long to get there. You know, like, I don't know the dragon, how fast they go, you know, but. Yeah, I understand that the dragons obviously can, they, they must be able to fly all of Westeros in a matter of, I don't know, a day or two. Yeah. Because Dragonstone's pretty far south, I think. Yeah. Somebody's listening to this. It's like, well, it's on. It the- <laughs> seems in my ma- in my mind, Dragonstone is Mexico, and beyond the wall is, I don't know, Alaska. Alaska. <laughs> yeah. No, it's true. It's it's really true, man. Uh, but so I don't know. But I mean, if you just let that go, put that aside. That was heartbreaking to see the dragon go. 
also totally saw it coming. Absolutely. You it's, knew it was I mean, happen. that was that was one of those big fan theories that was circulating very early. The Night King's going to get a dragon. Yeah. And so when that happened, it was like, oh, that sucks. Had to happen. Had to happen. Knew it was going to happen. And so when people are talking about being heartbroken that the dragon's dead, it's like, I get it. But I had totally already let you knew that it was happen, gonna happen in my mind. I let yeah. it happen because I knew it was going to happen. She had already um, lost a dragon in your head. Yeah, exactly. So I did like that it was Viserion, who was named after Viserys, that died. And so it's kind of the brother that she oh. knew and she hated. And that's the one that gets turned against her. I thought that was an interesting, interesting uh, <laughs> thing. And then there's Drogon, who's the guy that she like first fell in love with, is the dragon that she rides. And then Rhaegon is going to be the dragon that probably Jon ends up riding. If Jon ends up riding a dragon, I don't know. He's got the blood. But he's got the he's leather got the jacket. Blood. Yeah, that's right. Also, so, let's talk about the costume of the uh, the King of the Iron Islands or whoever that guy. Is. Urine. <laughs> yeah, Urine. Euron? Is it Urine or Euron? I think it's Urine. He smells pretty bad, so I could go. <laughs> He's a sterile guy. Um, He's always pissed. Dude, his rock star uh, outfit in like the first episode or second episode. It, has, like, the it seriously felt like it was out of the movie Rockstar. Like he looked like a member of Steel Dragon. You know what I mean? He's got like... Like, you know, blush on. I don't know. He had the whole eyeliner thing going on. Oh. So they got like a Jason Statham accent. Oh, just my like, gosh. We get Ed Sheeran and then we get that. And you're just like, oh. Oh, oh let's harken back to that for a second, though, man. The Ed Sheeran. That was the worst, dude. It was, yeah. I hated that. And it I know that everybody hated it. on it and just like really hated on him. And it's not his fault. I mean, he just wanted to be in game. The thing is, is if they do that exact same theme exact same scene and Arya kills all those guys and Ed Sheeran dies a horrible death. Everybody loved it. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. It would have been great. But it's too cold outside for nice. Ed Sheeran to die. Die. Survive. <laughs> I mean he's not part of the A team here. He's <laughs> <laughs> Oh man. He was the worst. They you know and he shut down his Twitter or something like that for or something because he, yeah, he was getting, getting so much, so much hate. And it's not his fault. The writers it's, shouldn't have done that. That was you know, stupid. You just don't put somebody of his stature in a show like that. Everybody, the whole world's watching, and you put in. It's like putting Justin Bieber into this thing, you know, or yeah. putting Beyonce, or you know, because they've Taylor had Swift. they've had people in there that are like rock stars and stuff like that, but. Yeah. They're never the face of the – it's never just a single act. It's Ed Sheeran. Everybody knows who Ed Sheeran is and what he I looks know. like. And he has lines, and he's in, like, a full 10-minute, like, dialogue scene. It's like, And it's just a happening? weird, out-of-place scene. It was just awkward. I Oh, man. First that took episode, me out of it. too. Yeah. That took me out of it bad. But, I mean, other than that, the episode was fine. But, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just, uh, you know. Just don't. Just don't put Ed, Ed Sheeran in anymore, and we'll be fine. Yeah. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Um, but, you know, what? You know, here's, a, here's an interesting thing that I've heard a lot of people talk about, um, and it's something that, like, is one of those conversations that gets brought up, and I immediately don't care, is when people are asking about how did they get those chains and how did they drag the dragon out of that that hole in the water? Who cares? <laughs> yeah, these are the details that are just 
<laughs> it's cool. <laughs> if you're gonna if you're gonna pick on stuff, that's that's not you're one for me. You're picking on the wrong stuff. You're going. Did you see Ed Sheeran in there? I mean, <laughs> <laughs> see the yeah. extras die. Yeah. Did you see the zombie polar bear? Oh, that was. Did you like the zombie polar bear? You know, I can't really decide. It's like it was frightening when I was watching it, but I've actually seen that episode twice now. Second time going through it, I'm just like, I don't, I don't know. The scene could have, obviously it's it's cool to have that much action in the episode, but maybe that slot of time could have been better used for somebody else's storyline. You know. Oh, like Ghost coming back? Yeah. Wait. <laughs> uh, John's Wolf. Oh, Ghost? yeah. Yeah. Where is he, man? I don't know. Come on, yeah. guys. He's like the best part of the show. Sorry, I immediately thought Patrick Swayze when you thought when you said ghost. <laughs> I started, scan- <laughs> started scanning, scanning. Big whoop, huh? <laughs> <laughs> All of a sudden, Patrick Swayze was the hands were, were around me when you said ghost. <laughs> I just couldn't even concentrate anymore. Oh, <laughs> oh, Patrick. Uh, Is that Demi Moore has short hair? Could be in like a Cersei thing. I don't know. It'd be funny to Photoshop myself into that photo. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I don't know. We've talked about ghosts before. We might have to do that sometime. Yeah, I haven't seen I, Ghost in a long time, and it, yeah. it'd be worth watching. So I need to watch it more. Demi more. I don't know. I'm really stretching for the puns here. Today. I know. I know. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> we'll get through it. But um, I don't know. Let's 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 talk about the season finale, though. I think we've we've talked about the preliminary stuff because the season finale had a lot of stuff going on for it, and yeah. uh, it was an awesome episode, and also kind of one of those episodes where it made me really think about how I feel about the season a lot. Yeah, because it's just okay. This is where we're at. You know, That's, this is yeah. this is all that's really happened. And it's great. I love it. But I, I just have, I expected things to happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um. So breaking down the first the first bit of the episode is focused on the R rated Council of Elrond, um, which was, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. It's totally totally like you know who will take them? Who will defeat the Night King? Um, but a lot of stuff happened in that, in that council. That was, that was awesome. Very interesting. A lot of characters meeting up for the first yeah, time that you, you haven't to seen see in a while. see the hound, see, uh, is it the hound in the mountain? Yeah, the hound in you the get mountain. To, you get to see the... It's Sandor the... Clegane and Gregor Clegane. Yeah, um, that, that was cool. You know, and everybody wants to see that. I, that I think cool. that that might have been the best part of the episode honestly for me when uh the hound says uh look what they've done to you blah blah blah. and then he's like that's not how you go you know who's coming for you and it's like uh i heard a a podcast i was actually listening to about game of thrones uh they compared it to um they compared it to like the weigh-in of a boxing match where they taunt each other kind of thing oh yeah yeah and so that's not the actual fight but that's just everybody kind of getting stoked to see what happens in that actual fight. Stoking the fire. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was that was cool. Uh, Huron Greyjoy. I've never wanted. I dude. I hate him more than Ramsay. He's so bad. Almost. Yeah, oh. more than Ramsay. 
Well, I don't know, but he just doesn't get enough screen time for you. It's almost just like he's that annoying guy that just keeps popping up, and you're just like, ugh, whatever. You know? But I, I despise him. Yeah, he's and terrible. That, and that's what they're going for. You, I despise that character. Yeah. Like, he is just the worst. Um, And, man, I was... I was thinking so much during that during that scene of how awesome it would be if Daenerys just said something and Drogon just climbed over and just ate him. Oh, that'd be doesn't, so sick. Doesn't even burn him alive, just actually eats him. Oh. Jeez, that's the man. way that that's the way we want to see you some character pretty, go. Yeah, you got a pretty dark mind there though. <laughs> hey, we're talking Game of Thrones, okay? <laughs> okay if I want to see okay. somebody get eaten by a dragon, somebody should get you eaten by a dragon. It. You can have yeah. it. Yeah. I mean, it's all on the table. These are the pieces that we have. Well, These things should happen. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, cool. It didn't happen, so let's just uh let's move on Creed 62. <laughs> Creed Freak 62. <laughs> Just saying, it bites, man. <laughs> hey, Something should have happened. They keep dragging these things out. Yeah. Well, there's different scales to Dragging. these things. <laughs> ah! Man, we are on fire. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, see, but that meeting was really cool. And, you know, unboxing the, the White Walker. I think it's uh, just called a white when it's like a zombie like that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> well now i'm confused uh, the face of danny right there was just completely apathetic i like, do not care what it's okay, called white white walker zombie walker, whatever zombie. that thing um you know and that, ran, ran at cersei and stuff that it was cool that she got to see it and you know jamie already knows it's like jamie hadn't seen the white walkers um but you get the sense that he he knows what's going on. He saw the dragons. He sees that White Walker. He's scared, but he's just like, you know, he knows what's going on. He knows what's happening. Well, and that's and that's something that that I really liked about that scene was um, all of the stuff in the previous episode really seemed really unnecessary. I was thinking to myself, why do they need to go grab a zombie and bring it back? Yeah. And then show it to everybody. I mean, there's got to be an easier way to do this. But when they actually did unleash that thing and show them what was what they were dealing with in the north, it seemed like everybody that uh, wasn't on board was immediately thinking, oh, OK, yeah, it's getting real up there. Yeah. This is this is a real threat. This and you is, can this tell it scared really Cersei bad. as well. Like, you know, she yeah, she might not say it and take her tough pose. But, you, you know, she, you know, yeah, thinking on her inside. And I liked and I liked Jamie's take on it because later in the episode you see him preparing for battle with all of the other Kingsguard members and he's you know he's issuing orders this is what we need to do this is how we this is how we're going to get organized and this is what we're going to do to march north and he has a purpose again you know yeah. he believes in what he's fighting for I feel yeah. like he's he's been a soldier that's just kind of um he's um made a lot of oaths and had to follow them for a long time and he doesn't necessarily believe in what he's fighting for but he's just kind of a servant and so for the first time there's a battle worth fighting yeah and he got really stoked and i think that that's why he uh eventually kind of betrays cersei more like cersei betrays him and he just decides well okay that's one of my favorite that's probably one of my favorite parts of that last episode is just because jamie i just you just love him throughout the entire series you know, he's he is the worst in like the first season, man. 
You yes, just, such a jerk. I hated Jamie, man. Yep. I was like, just a cocky and dude, he just, you know? Dude, he redeems himself, but you want him to fully redeem himself, which he's yeah. kind of doing now. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, but then you then you come to love him throughout the entire show, and yeah. so to the point now where you're like, gosh, I feel like you're better than this, man. Like, yeah. Cersei is just so evil and just mm-hmm. the worst. Why Why put up with this? Um, but back to the R-rated Council of Elrond, uh, some couple things that we should talk about. Um, <laughs> uh, Daenerys' entrance, so tight. Yeah, yeah, that was I great. Love, I love that. And I, I love how she brought her the entire the entirety of her force. Yeah. You know, all of the Insullied, all, the, all of the Dothraki, and then she rides in on Drogon, and it's like, you could see that how annoyed Cersei was when she rides in, and it's so satisfying because yeah. Daenerys storms. You know, Daenerys comes in, just yeah, I am the best. Like if we're gonna actually fight between whoever's here, I win every yeah. time. You yeah. will not beat me. So that was that was a cool moment. I like that. I like. That I like that lot. as well. Yeah, she um, she she really demonstrates her full power there, which is mm-hmm. cool. Yeah, and I loved Tyrion. I mean, it's Tyrion, man. Tyrion's always the best. He's I feel the, like he's the best. He hasn't had his from, from the start. He hasn't had the best moments this season. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think that Tyrion's been lacking a little bit, um, but he's also been thrust into a position that uh, deems a lot more responsibility and a lot more seriousness. So, I, I guess that's fine. But um, he had he had some really good ep- good moments in this episode, and I liked he how he was kind of the guy that started things off. Yeah, um, yeah. He starts things off, and then he goes and talks to Cersei, and that whole scene was pretty intense because, even though they haven't killed anybody, I didn't know if they were gonna kill Tyrion there. I really thought they were gonna. Also, at the end, I really thought they were gonna kill Jaime. I just so did I both times. I keep yeah. thinking something like that's gonna happen, um, which it doesn't. So that's kind of disappointing. But when Tyrion, when he you know lifts up the sword. He realizes he's not going to die. He just goes straight for the wine, <laughs> dumps a full glass, and uh, I laughed really hard at that. It's just like classic Tyrion, you know, mm-hmm. and then, you know, mm-hmm. and then he he does an okay job at talking to Cersei. Apparently it didn't work or whatever, but. Um. Well, I, what do you think happened in the conversation following that, though? Because that's like that's a big point of speculation as to what really happened there. Yeah. Because obviously Cersei has ulterior motives, and she's pretty much planning on just waiting this war out and thinking that she's gonna pick up the mess. Which I don't know. That wouldn't work. It's just so. It's one of those things where I'm always on Jon Snow's side, and to everybody that doesn't understand what he's trying to do, you're just like, man, just figure it out, guys. Mm-hmm. You got a squad of zombies coming down, you know? There's an and ice dragon coming from the north. Is anybody... I know, and they don't realize on? that yet, which sucks. But um, but another thing, another point to make is, you know, if even if, if she sends her army with them or if she doesn't, either way, if John and Daenerys go fight all of the the white walkers and the night king and they lose all of their soldiers are now are now white walkers and will destroy the world yeah yeah so it's like you can't really you can't really think that those guys are going to cancel each other out because if they win then daenerys is going to come kill you mm-hmm. and if the night king wins he's going to come kill you 
Like there's there's no way to win that. Yeah. There's no and way whatever to win army of twenty thousand that she's hired the hired hands. That's not going to work. No. I don't know. Well, you so can tell her, she's kind of on her last leg. I'm sure she'll still have one more power move. Um, but I think Cersei's kind of going to be fading out. Um, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say... I, I wonder how quickly they do that in the second half of this seventh season because I just feel like, you know, they're going to... Well, maybe they're going to wait for the very end. You know, they're going to have all the White Walker stuff happen first and then have her after. I have no idea. I really, I can't really picture how it's all going to come to play. That's also the one thing I do love about this show is from the get-go, since I haven't read the books, the entire way through, I have been completely confused <laughs> and completely yeah, no, thrown you're, off. Yeah, no, you're very, it's, it's a very unpredictable show. Yeah. You really have no idea how things are going to play out. Mm-hmm. And that's and that's what I do love about Game of Thrones is because there are so many players on the board that anything can really happen. Mm-hmm. You know, um, there's a lot of a lot of movies and shows where it's very very clear these are the good guys, these are the bad guys. And Game of Thrones is very Game of Thrones has always been very muddled. You know, yeah, you just there's don't good really guys know. and bad guys on both sides. Good guys end up being bad guys. Bad guys end up being good guys. You know, what yeah. do you, let me ask you a question. What do you think about the whole Theon? redemption part about this last episode so dumb it's so dumb man i just can't okay i i really liked the i really liked the conversation that he had with john i thought that that was good and then he goes out there and just gets beat up by that dude and then the guy kicks him in the groin a couple times and he gives this weird delirious (laughs) smile he gives this really weird But I mean, which was fine. It's like I could see the fight going that way, but then he knocks that dude out and just goes for what's his sister's name? Uh, Elsa. Yora. <laughs> Yora. Yeah, I think it's Yora. For Yora, and all yeah. the other dudes are like, yeah. And just I know. Go also, along they're with all just with him immediately. Those are ironborn dudes. There's that was my no best friend. Way. But anyway. Yeah, there's no way that they watch that that fight and decide, yeah, we'll follow Theon. That was that was horrible. I did that not like that. guy's name in real life is Alfie Allen. <laughs> yeah, he's in um he's in um the Keanu Reeves, what is it? John Wick? John Wick, yeah. 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 But yeah, uh but. I thought that was a little much. Um kind of moving over to the uh, Arya and Sansa stuff. What do yeah. you think about that this whole this whole season? I could not stand that plot line. I was so over it from the very beginning. Like what the the bickering going on between them um was so weird and then at the end it all made sense. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. When it, they had been pitting pitting those two against each other and the whole time Littlefinger was orchestrating all of this and it became a situation where Sansa figured out what he was doing and turned it on him. And so I had been really not enjoying that that plot line because I was thinking in my head, there's no way that Sansa and Arya are gonna turn against each other. Like that just that doesn't make sense to yeah. me. And so when that scene happened, it did make sense. Like, oh, okay, cool. They were just trying to trick us into thinking something bad was going to happen. Yeah. But in the end, you watched Littlefinger's demise, which I thought that scene was great. I've I, yeah. I really enjoyed the death of Littlefinger, and the I quick, thought that the quick little jab, 
by yeah. uh, what is it? Needle? Is it called Needle? Uh, I think she was actually using his blade. Okay. Yeah, she had she had that knife that um they had tried to pin the the murder. Oh on, yeah, um, it turns out it was his his knife and not the attempted assassination of Catelyn Stark. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I, I love that. I thought that was awesome. And that look that Sansa gave when, you know, she just looks over and says his name and you're like, oh no. And I yeah. said that audibly with the people I was with. I was like, oh no way. I know. Yes. Yeah. Cause it was great. It was a great it was moment. A good that scene. was, that was a very game of Thrones, game of Thronesy move. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So that, that felt right. I liked that one. That felt good. He never, um, uh, he never got the throne. You know, he's been trying for a long time. It was Shanghai Knights. He was something like eighth in line, and then uh, not quite you know, there. Not quite there, but um, gosh, dude, <laughs> we recently watched Shanghai Nights, and just seeing him in that movie as the bad guy is so funny. Dude, I haven't watched Shanghai Nights in a long time. It's not as good as you remember. Maybe I can imagine the dialogue isn't that great. Oh, I, Shanghai Noon stands up though. Yeah, Shanghai Noon's great. Yeah, it's Shanghai it. Noon. Definitely holds up. That's a great one. Not as good um, as Rush Hour, but it's good. No, not nearly as good. But, um, yeah, other than that, though, I mean, what else What else happened there? I'm trying to think of anything before the, uh, well, the big reveals at the end. Um, and Sam... Sam and Brand. I feel like that was the. I feel like bit. that was the last big thing to happen in that episode that was cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because... Yeah. After that, the whole revelation of uh, John being the the rightful uh, the the rightful heir to the Iron Throne mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Um, I mean, we we knew that. Yeah, we already knew that. It's something that is you know, they, it's like they built it up as if we didn't already know that. Um, and it was, I mean, it was good because it was like it was exposition that needed to be done, but. It was the end of the season finale. It was. It was kind of one of those things. Where like, well, we we knew that, you know. And uh, in the in the. Incest- I mean, I'm, I'm sure a lot of people didn't didn't put that together, but um, yeah. At the same time, I mean, it's you know, pretty Sam, obvious. Pretty obvious. <laughs> Sam mentioned it. That was a from Chronicles of Narnia. It was. Um, right. Yeah. Anyway, uh- uh, <laughs> Sam mentioned that earlier. <laughs> now I'm on that movie. No, quote. it was you know what it is? It's Harry Potter too. It's pretty <laughs> obvious what you're going oh, to do. Oh yeah, it's uh it's Chamber uh, of Secrets. Chamber of Secrets. Yeah. With the uh, uh, When Harry walked in this morning to purchase my book, Magical <laughs> Me. <laughs> What's his name in it? Uh, oh, we just talked about him in Dunkirk. I know the actor's name is Kenneth Kenneth Branagh, but I can't think of the actual Lockhart. Um, yeah, Lockhart. Sorry, everybody. Gilderoy Lockhart. <laughs> we got there. Uh, what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> that is our problem, right there. Big example. Got a lot, um, lot going okay, so on here. The, I I just want to say the the incest scene um, of them making love if you will. I don't know, man. I wasn't, I just wasn't too into it. It was really awkward and weird, but I think a lot of people maybe have been waiting to see something <laughs> like that. I don't know, but I was just like, ah, why do I have to watch this right now? 
Why can't I just see an ice dragon, which then I got to see an ice dragon. But then you did. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of one of those things, though, where they, you know, they mention like the incestual stuff that happens within Westeros all the time. Um, You know, the Lannisters have been, you know, Jamie and Cersei have been together um, for a while. And that kind of it's like a. It's a weird thing, but everybody kind of just goes along with it. And then within the Targaryen family, they said that they would wed brothers and sisters or cousins and stuff like that all the time to keep the bloodlines pure. Um, And so it kind of becomes this thing where in your head, you know that that is really weird and just not okay. But for the sake of the story, you just go along with it. And so... It's 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 very strange, and I don't know what that's gonna do. Um, I don't know what that's gonna do the plot to the plot if they find out or when they find out. Um, what if, if they'll she's still... pregnant? And that's what I think is gonna happen. I think right there that was that was a child was conceived in that moment. You know what I mean? It has to be. That's that's what Did my prediction is. <laughs> <laughs> that's what my that's oh, what I my prediction that. is gonna be. Is that. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> oh man, I must have missed that one. <laughs> I missed the, uh, the baby. But yeah. I think that John, I think that she's gonna be pregnant and John's gonna die. But I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Could be. That's it's a good point. I think that he's gonna be pregnant. <laughs> 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 no, I. That's a good point. Also, one other huge point that, uh, well, I don't know. Can we go into theories on here? Is that okay? We go into, yeah, like, we're in spoilers, so it's not like we know anything that anybody else. There's... We know less than most people, so. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know a large amount less than most people. Um, there's a theory that Bran is the Night King. Have you heard that? Yeah, I've heard that as well. And so, and that, I've I've speculated that myself. That's kind of thrown. You know, maybe he went. You know, back in time and got stabbed, and uh, and is just living. You know, and his personality is already a little bit weird. Now is the three eyed raven. So you're like, it's just it's it's a strange. That's a very strange theory. But if they somehow worked that into the plot, and that was something, that would be insane. Like that would just be crazy i don't know that would be game of thronesy you know what i mean game of thronesy because yeah that's unexpected they look alike you know yeah i could i could see that one i I like that that theory too because it would be it would be along the lines of like oh my gosh geez you know that that sucks (laughs) yeah no absolutely um but yeah that's just a theory that I've heard, and so I don't know. Any other theories that you've heard? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I I don't know. I don't. I really don't know what's gonna happen. You know, you know me. I've, I don't I've always, know. <laughs> I've always been the type of person that that we we come across this a lot in Star Wars too, um, where. I don't I don't like to speculate as much because I just kind of like to accept whatever is going to happen. Game of Thrones definitely occupies a different space 
um, because there is so much to speculate that it is kind of fun. But I, I really don't have any theories that I, I necessarily jump onto or um, or think think are going to be entirely correct. I like to think that they still have the jump on us and we're not going to be able to figure out I hope everything so. that happens. I hope so. That's That's a big deal because... I don't know. Seeing this this first half of the season just kind of makes me feel a little bit weird about the whole thing. I'm excited, um, which we should just spend a second and just talk about, you know, why we're excited. That last scene of the finale is pretty much everything I've ever wanted to see with this show. Seeing that dragon, like the way that it it, it even flew different, it was like kind of like sputtering around. Had a different sound, like of of like that roared. thing was pretty fast, man. Oh my gosh! Just what was up with that? I don't know. And it was it had a different like sound of roar. It was like a different pitch, and then like the blue, you know, whatever it is, fire blue, whatever that is, probably just fire. Ooze. Right? The ooze <laughs> that it's spitting. <laughs> it was is ooze the, the right Ivan word? Ooze. The Ivan Mr. Freeze. Ooze type stuff. I expected. I just expected. Arnold Schwarzenegger to suddenly be on top of the uh, <laughs> on top of a Everybody chill. chill. <laughs> Allow me to break the ice. <laughs> yeah, nice, dude. Oh, that'd uh, be great. No, but that, that would be great. That scene is is incredible, you know, and it it is down the it's wall and so cool. But yet again, Tormund makes it out. Oh, he could have died, but no. Kill that character. I'm sorry, but he he can go. Like he's awesome and he deserves an awesome death. We don't care about the Brienne of Tar thing that much. Like that relationship. I feel like there's a whole, you know, there's a lot of people that want that to happen and see that come to fruition. I just the idea of it is cool with me. I don't need to see it happen. Like you can kill off one of those characters and I'll be like, "Ah, oh, Dang, you know, and it'll be surprising enough, and I'll be like, "That's Game of Thrones," you know. You don't need to. That's carry that's, them that's, through. That's my whole argument about this season is that we're we've invested in Game of Thrones because we like getting our hearts broken. Yeah, you know, we for some reason we as a culture have decided that Game of Thrones is awesome because we love seeing characters that we love die because yeah. it just kills us. It's the worst, yeah. and I understand that. Yeah, the next season's going to be a bloodbath and so many characters are going to die. But it's also the last season, so we're expecting them to die. Mm-hmm. And you just used this entire season 7 as pretty much a weigh-in, you know? Mm-hmm. Characters threatening other characters, everybody gets to talk a little bit. Let's, you know, let's beat around the bush for the big fight in season 8. But now we're all I'm expecting every single character to die in season 8. You I know. know what I mean? So and it's not kill, like I'm going to be killed little finger. Like, uh, yeah, on. I'm not going to be surprised by any of these deaths. And there there wasn't a single character that died that really affected me. You know, when Hodor died, that was horrible. Yeah. That was and it just it shattered me inside yeah. and I and I loved that feeling for some reason, you when, know? Uh, it just When Joffrey's brother died, what's it, what was his name? Ty- Tommen. Tommen. When he yeah. died, you know, last season there was a lot of stuff like that. And when they brew, you know, blew up the uh the the what have you, the church. <laughs> the, <laughs> I love saying that so much. You know, the what have you. Uh, the, the what have you. The who's you, what's you, uh, the, the fugazi, fugazi. But yeah, when they blew that up and all those characters died, that was incredible. You know, it just, I want stuff like that. And out of this season, 
I expected more. And I actually, I was talking about my ranking of this season uh, the other day to my girlfriend, Leanna, and um, I put it second to the last. I put it second to the bottom. Um, and it's funny, I was reading, I read a review online. Second to the bottom? I mean, second or third. I mean, I, I didn't like actually go through and rank. Every it's definitely one. better than four and five. Yeah, I'd probably say it's either second. Like, I don't know. It's just, it just, uh, I don't know. As far as what ha- I just really wasn't, I wasn't, I was, I was into certain scenes. There's certain scenes in this season that take the cake, you know, but I think overall yeah. it doesn't make it a good season. Like it didn't yeah. carry the weight, um, but I mean the the thing is is that Game of Thrones is is so based within good storytelling and um, good world building and character development that you just really love, and sure, we've been around these characters for a long time, and so we're seeing a lot of things come to fruition that we've wanted to see, but it just seems so heavy on the fantasy story side of things now, you know. Yeah. Every episode is just dragons running around, causing mayhem, and I mean, I don't just know. This, dragons running around. <laughs> I, I, I know that that sounds, it's like we're totally. Hitting each other with a hammer, like dizzy. Birds flying over their head. <laughs> picture, huh? picture dragons running around, flying around burning people. Beep, beep, yeah. beep, beep. <laughs> oh, man. So this is a little side note. So me and David lived in Van Nuys, California for a time together. And there was this little this little, uh, little Mexican guy that would walk down the street every single day. And he had a little fruit cart. And he had a little horn that he'd honk. And so every day... Probably twice a day, we, you know, we'd be sitting there, maybe we were watching something or having dinner, and all of a sudden you'd hear it just, he'd stop in front of the apartment. It was, man, he would do it for so long, for so long, just unrelenting. It's like he's taking money from people, handing them fruit, and he'd still be honking it in their face while he (laughs) was doing business, you know? (laughs) They're taking the fruit, and he's holding it up to their ear, just like, like, I got it, man. Just give me the pineapple. Oh, that's hilarious. Anyways. But, um, no, I mean, but I, it just seems very, very heavily based in fantasy, and the storytelling has kind of just fallen by the wayside. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah. It's just taken, it's taken a backseat to the things that need to happen and the things that we want to see happen. And that's, that's all, that's all, you know, that's all great, but it, there's definitely a, a large time crunch that has suddenly occurred on Game of Thrones. And so they're shoving all this material into these like very small segments. It's and like, just just give us another season. You know, yeah. I just wish it's like you you have the budget. You have to have the budget. Um, hey, what was the th- issue? That's the Did thing they is that sign I sign on for seven seasons or something like that. Is that no, what but happened? I no, but it does cost a lot of money to do the things that they are doing. And so I think that there are budgetary restrictions that HBO is facing. And I mean, HBO, yeah, HBO is doing very well. They make a lot of money and they're doing they're doing very well. But you got to think it's not like these are big budget movies where they're making 
um, hundreds of millions of dollars mm-hmm. because the movie does well in the theaters, they're still relying on people paying, you know, I pay 10 bucks a month for HBO now. That's all that I give HBO. That's and I get point. all of this yeah. awesome Game of Thrones stuff. So, I mean, I think that it is, a, a lot of it is budgetary in nature because they have all these huge actors that they have to pay now because they're they're getting bigger names themselves. And the CGI is not cheap. I know that that's that's a big part of the reason why the why Ghost wasn't on this this last season is because it would cost a lot to to CGI that character, um, but they can still put a polar bear in there that's a dead White Walker. Um, yeah. But um, so I know I know that there are budgetary restrictions, and at the end of the day. Um, I mean, how long can they drag this out? If they do add another season, we're probably going to be complaining that they're dragging it out and just trying to milk us for yeah, yeah. a little bit longer. You know what I mean? Either way, I'm probably complaining. <laughs> yeah, exactly. We're complaining yeah. either way. And so this this might be the lesser of two evils is just rushing through it, giving us all the big plot lines and just coming up with it. Um, and so I, I think that we've done a lot of criticizing of – David Benioff, David Benioff, and then Peter Weiss. Is that it? I think that's the two, the two yeah, guys that are in yeah, charge. I think so. Um, but I mean, they, they have strayed from the original, the original source material and the original content and had to write this on their own. And you can tell, but I mean, they've done a good job and they've definitely given, given people what they want. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so you got to pat them on the back for creating an an incredibly entertaining season. Mm -hmm. While it doesn't exactly feel like the rest of the seasons, it was still incredibly entertaining. Yeah. So that's kind of, it's kind of a double-edged sword. You know what I mean? I mean, we'd be complaining either way. Yeah. It's a, you know, it's, yeah. No, I I completely agree. And they've done a good job um, with what they've had, I'd say. It's just... Yeah, you know, that writing is just a little lackluster. Um, it is. It is. But, but what can you do? And that's also another part in that, and this is another complaint that I have, um, is that it, it feels like they are a, they're kind of dumbing Game of Thrones down. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it feels a little watered down. The content seems really easy to follow, really easy to predict. It feels like the age limit went from like 21 down to like 15. In one yeah, season yeah. Of like, you, you know, it used to be like, if you turn this show on and you're watching it with your parents, you're like, uh, you get so uncomfortable because there's just so mm-hmm. much nudity, so much just weird stuff yeah. that you're like, uh. Now it almost feels like you know family esque show. There's still there was a, you know a nudity scene in the, in a couple. A little bit of incest here and there, <laughs> but that's neither here nor there. But, you know, it does feel a little bit lighter, for sure. And a lot of things being done for convenience sake. Mm-hmm. People just suddenly appearing places and traveling long distances over short amounts of time and all that stuff. But anyway, yeah, I mean, there's there's a lot of complaints to be made. Um and that's and that's kind of what we do when we talk about Game of Thrones because you mm-hmm. kind of wonder what could have been, but at the end of the day, this is one of the most entertaining seasons I've ever watched. I mean, every episode has been just like, oh, that was crazy. There's always something, always something. Yeah, yeah. There's always something. Um, actually, right now, right now, I have it on, and it's the scene where um, where Sam and Bran talk, 
And uh, that was that was a something funny I read on Reddit the other day. Somebody thought it was hilarious that the Westeros' most curious curious citizen meets up with basically an encyclopedia. Yeah. You know, he's yeah. like the Dewey Decimal System of Westeros. Yeah. It's like, what do you want to know? I'll look it up. I yeah. can literally watch it happen. You know, so I it's kind of funny that they're together, and maybe maybe something will happen there too. Yeah, maybe but they'll stick together. I can't believe that Sam's gotten around or stayed alive this long. Yeah, he's back. Sam's back, baby. Sammy. Sam Bone. But. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's you know, but uh, yeah, at the end of the day, in eighteen months, I'll be first in line. Yeah, you know, exactly. None of us are going anywhere. We love it. I got the. I'll get the posters on my walls. I will. <laughs> I'll do anything. <laughs> I just. I. I love. I love the show. I love what it is. You know, as much as here's, I criticize. Here's another thing, though. Um, some one one more thing to be added on there is when uh when John goes into Daenerys's room and closes the door, Tyrion is staring at the room, giving a very puzzled and disappointed look and i don't know if it's i don't think that a lot of people are like oh he's jealous and i don't think that that's it i think that Tyrion understands that danny's you know she does whatever she wants she's a dragon queen um i just can't stand when people call her danny (laughs) 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 when danny hooked up with john snow i'm like no i didn't they're like oh no (laughs) daenerys i'm like yeah one because it's your name, and like two, like what am I on first name basis with this? I see that's where fictional that's queen. Where it goes. It's like yeah. you know, and me and Danny were hanging out. It's like it's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> um, but what like what what is what is his look saying? And I think that a lot of it has to do with pretty much in his head. He's thinking this is gonna really complicate things. Yeah, you know, like this is gonna make things really interesting. He's the tactical advisor, man. He's the you know. He's behind the plans. And so, yeah. This, yeah, this does screw things up. Quite a bit. But there's also that understanding of John being the true uh, the true heir to the Iron Throne. And a lot of people have said, well, that, you know, Daenerys isn't going to be cool with that, you know. And do you think that that could cause any sort of problem between the two of them? No. I would not. I just would not believe that you no, know me neither i think they both i don't want, see you know, daenerys turning on john she's not gonna suddenly... turn on him and he's not gonna be high and mighty and proud of that title enough to be yeah, like he would hey, bend he would still bend the knee to yeah, her he'd still be like oh cool i'm rightful heir it doesn't matter you can have it i'm just yeah doing she's got that boy whipped oh she's got that ball and chain <laughs> i don't know but the old ball and chain's been a little bit more Chain than ball lately. <laughs> I heard that somewhere. I don't know. I read it in a magazine. Read it in a magazine. Luxembourg. <laughs> it's a constitutional monarchy. <laughs> <laughs> An independent sovereign state. <laughs> Starsky and Hutch reference. Um, but yeah, oh, I mean, yeah. I think we could go on more and more about the, the fan theories and stuff. But uh, at the end of the day, we're, we're not going to know about it. Um, Maybe maybe we'll do another episode sometime about Game of Thrones and yeah, I'd we'll love get... to do a pre episode before, uh, especially before the next season comes out. But that's yeah. a ways away. We'll get Katie or Katie or Zach on here or something like that. Yeah, uh, those 
some people that have actually read the books and probably have more insightful information than two guys that have simply just been watching. It's and Professor and the Digs, you know. Just, Professor Jones and the Digs. Just two guys that, you know, are just talking. Yeah, we just like to spit a couple licks about a few of our favorite flicks or TV shows. <laughs> um, wow, we're going to use that, trademark that. I know, that's a good one. Um, but this is actually something that I didn't really think we were going to do on this episode, but Game of Thrones is way better than School of Rock. I'm going to let this silence go on a little longer. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, you know, it is. Um, but TV shows aren't fair. They're not. And because there's seven seasons. You throw in Freddie Jones, and you might have something even better there. I don't know. Man, they should have cast Freddie Jones as, uh, as uh, Joffrey. <laughs> <laughs> know what I'm saying know. though? Yeah, Freddie Jones' Tommen would have been pretty good too. Oh, dude, Jack Black as Robert Baratheon. Oh, yeah. That would have been that good. That actually could have been questioned. Yeah, he'd, he'd be great. Jack Black is just about anybody. He'd be great. Where's he at, man? We, gosh, we should do a Jack Black Where episode is sometime. Jack Black at nowadays? I just I feel like he could have such a good career him and mike myers and a lot of those comedy actors i just wish some wish some good scripts were written like saving silverman you know like uh heck even nacho libre was funny like i i never saw it you never saw nacho libre no wow (laughs) i'm gonna let the silence (laughs) go on again for a minute it looked dumb i don't know i just thought it It looked looked silly ladies and gentlemen the jury he says it looked Dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, I'm just a caveman. (laughs) I'm just a simple caveman. Sometimes I want to get out of my BMW. Run into the hills or whatever. If you're you're listening to this and you don't get that reference, look up Phil Hartman, Caveman, SNL on YouTube. You won't be disappointed. It's It's so great. Um, Um, But yeah. Anyway. Yeah. The Game of Thrones. Yeah. Uh, pending a blood test, whatever. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> I'm excited for Game of Thrones. I love all things Game of Thrones. Uh, if any of you w- ever want to reach out to us via Facebook message or Instagram or anything, and uh, let us know your thoughts or have any questions or just want to spitball Game of Thrones theories with us, we are more than down because we are just super nerdy. <laughs> so. Yeah, and... Honestly, with this with this episode, we have a lot that we wanted to talk about, and we wanted to keep this thing down to an hour and ten minutes. So, I f- I feel as though we really only, you know, touched the tip of the iceberg here on on stuff that we well, could have yeah. talked about. With the old so. ADD knocking at my door every ten seconds, <laughs> I and we also the- just fil- we just recorded the Fast and the Furious, so I've been hunched over for about uh, over two and, two and a half, half hours, hours now. Three hours here. Yeah, so it's um, been been fun there. It's been a great night, Professor. Great night, Diggs. We've gotten some yeah. good podcasts done. But uh yeah, Game of Thrones, really looking forward to it. And uh and yeah. I dig it. Dig it. In the Game of Thrones, you win or you die. Anyways, thanks a lot for listening, guys. Appreciate all your support. We'll see you next week.
living our lives quarter mile at a time. And if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night.